On this week's episode, we talk about weird laws and rockstar debauchery. My name is John. My name is Chris. And we are mensplaining. Hit the music. Welcome back. Today is a special episode, the Drunk Cast. Hopefully, we are drinking here. On Certainly a, are. Yeah, we've got our margaritas. We got our other shit. So, what's up, John? Same as same as usual, basically. Um, I thought we'd start off today with uh, some weird laws, some wacky laws from around the world. Okay. And to, to start us off, um, in the UK. Uh, as you probably know, there's a Drunk and Disorderly Act, uh, mm. which is basically, you know, it's, it's illegal for a bartender to sell drinks to an already inebriated customer. But what you might not know is that being drunk in itself is an offence. Actually, it being is. drunk is an offence. Apparently, in the Section 12 of the Licensing Act 1872, it's still apparently valid, every person found drunk in an in any highway or other public place, whether that's a building or not, or any, or on any licensed premises. So, yeah, basically being drunk in any any place, any building is an offence. Doesn't say what the punishment is. I think it was supposed to be a fine or something back back then. So, so, so yeah, theoretically, theoretically they they could go in any yeah. bar, yeah. any pub, yeah. and and just ev- like arrest, what <laughs> like punish. Punish you in some way. Like seventy-five percent of the people who are in there. In there, exactly. Yeah. How do do you have any idea how they gauge what equals drunk? Is it like a breathalyzer test, or is it like a inability to walk in a straight line, or say the alphabet backwards, or probably if they if they did it, probably be the walking in the straight line thing. Like they, they, do they still do that for, for drivers? They used to, didn't they? I, I did. You'd they see, did. Yeah, you'd have you'd, you had to like. I think you had to like. Yeah. Touch your fucking nose or something, okay. like alternately, sure. and walk like one foot in front of the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, like, that would be a struggle for a lot of people. Anyway. Anyway, sure. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, same with like tell, saying the alphabet backwards. Yeah. If somebody said to me now, say the alphabet backwards, it's <laughs> going to take me a while. <laughs> Even before you had the drink. Even right? before the drink. Yeah, exactly. It's going to take Z- me a while to like. Z- y, like X. Z, Y, X. Because you only think of it in w, one way. You, it's only in one order usually. It, it's, that's yeah. what I mean. It's like the alphabet. You don't, you don't know the alphabet. You just memorized it years ago. Exactly. <laughs> that's it. But that's crazy. I mean, yeah. Like, what is it like? If you're completely drunk, obviously clearly wasted, and you're trying to get another drink, yeah, the bartender would often just say, "Sorry, I, can't, I, I have to refuse another have drink." Have you ever had that? No, well, not personally. Have you seen it? You, no, I've seen it. But have you? I've never. I'm just saying, I haven't seen someone be refused. No, never. no, I've, I've never, heard it, never heard experienced it. nor no. seen such a thing. I mean, they want they want the money, right? They want the customers. Well, so. that's. I think most bartenders, if they were like, "Sorry, mate, you can't have another drink," they're getting fired the next day. 
Probably, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if they're literally on the floor, like, like vomiting. I here's think my money. Yeah. No, sorry, I'm more concerned about your health. Exactly. Job done. But like, you know, if they're literally like passed out on the floor, it's like, give me another drink. I mean, might refuse. I mean, yeah, then. But they can't physically. But what are they more likely to do? Cash. Call an ambulance or ask their friends to drag them outside? <laughs> yeah. It's like Disney World. That's right. Do you know nobody's ever officially died in Disney World or in, Disneyland? In the, the whole world? Um, yeah. USA? A- anywhere. Seriously? Because they have a policy. I drag them out? They drag them outside <laughs> before they are allowed to be declared dead. Oh, really? Yeah. So even wow. if paramedics come, they're like, just get them the fuck out. They're still alive. And they get them out through the gates. Oh, yeah, now, now they're dead. Wow. Yeah. Very interesting. And then they just hose those fucking rides down and get them going again in 20 minutes. Got to keep that clean, like, lively sort of atmosphere there, there are going, like right? a couple of books about like the pure evil of disney yeah and uh it's it's really fascinating wow i love disney but i also love the evil scum side of disney <laughs> <laughs> you love the evil i'm kind of i'm fascinated by yeah, yeah, it. i'm fascinated by it. yeah, yeah it's, it's amazing isn't it the stuff the stuff that goes on behind I mean, that's that's Behind just the scenes, you know. What are you gonna yeah. do? Yeah, you're not gonna. Yeah. You don't want those headlines. Actually, like got a, three dead at Disney World. <laughs> like, that's this, not gonna go down well. That ties in very well with the next next law okay. I discovered. Actually, um, prohibition of death. There are some places in the world where basically you're not allowed to die there. Okay. Yeah, so Disney so, World. So, well, that's one of them. Yeah, yeah. but like. Um, yeah, there are, number, there are a number of places around the world in which it's deemed illegal to die, basically because of a lack of space for burial, a cemetery land, or planning permission to build or extend a cemetery. Do, do you have any examples? Yes, I do. Oh, uh, France, in a, in, a place <laughs> called, in a place called Les Lavandus in France, the mayor outlawed death in the year 2000 after planning permission for a new cemetery was rejected due to environmental concerns. So this is his way of dealing with that ridiculous uh, refusal to... Uh, so just pure spite, them. Yeah, exactly. So basically, like, yeah, spite. And it's also happened I'm all in, for spite, but what yeah. happens when people are going to die? Do they have to ship them outside the lines I guess of so, the yeah. county? Until, until, like, it was approved to build or extend that cemetery. Um, but it's also happened in other places in France since then, Italy and Spain. And, that uh, doesn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, yeah, can you imagine that? Just like, oh, my uh, my mum my and my dad just passed away. No, they didn't. No, no they didn't. No. But they did. He's dead. He's dead in the living room. No, no, he's not. I don't Maybe know what you about. take him over to yeah. fucking over Marseille. Take like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, another interesting example in Japan, actually, um, you know, Itsukushima Shrine. Uh, yes. Miyajima Island, Hiroshima. Of course. I've never yeah, yeah. been there, but I'd, I'd like to. That's one of the Beautiful place. Yeah. few places in Japan that I would like to go there for genuine it, reasons. It's very interesting place. A fantastic, huge shrine, a great big uh, in, in, tori, the gate. In the water, right? It's, yeah, sitting in the water. That's incredible. When the tide goes out, yeah, you can walk I, out. Yeah, I, I, I would yeah, legitimately it's fantastic. like to It's an amazing there, place. Yeah thing is though this place has not allowed births or deaths near the shrine to retain its purity so you can't have a baby you can't die in around this shrine area the the 
the yeah. evil, sadistic world of yes. birthing children. Exactly. It's evil. So pregnant women are supposed to bugger off to the mainland, as are terminally ill people or the, the extreme, oh, sorry, the very elderly. So burials on the island are forbidden and births are also forbidden. I seem to doubt of a fucking hospital. Uh, I would explain so, so how that, it's difficult to... I, I, I'm, I've never been to Hiroshima in any capacity. Yeah. So. Oh, really? Hmm. Not even I mean, atomic bomb dome thing? Sounds a lot of fun. Oh, so it's not no. fun, but it's fucking... I mean, real eye-opening. I, I know it's some something yeah. I should see, but it's like, woohoo, millions of people died. Uh, <laughs> well, it's more than that, but yeah, get, get your point. Okay, so uh, what's next? Well, while we're still on the subject of the UK, another wacky one is Section 32 of the Salmon Act, 1986, which dictates that it is illegal to handle salmon in suspicious circumstances. Okay. What that means is anyone's guess. <laughs> there's no clarification on what suspicious There's no clarification on that. I don't know where it came from, but... I don't know, maybe someone was like carrying a salmon like in a threatening way and like someone got the wrong idea and called the cops on them. Is that like ramming your dick into the mouth of a salmon and it just could walk be a, that. walking around town? Could be that. Hand over the money or I'll slap you in the face with my salmon. I don't know. Like, I guess how it so. came about. But that's apparently a, a, a real thing, a real law. I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm embarrassed for us both. <laughs> Oh, I mean, as British we're, people, we're, we're pretty well known for being like wacky and kind of uh, eccentric, right? Or certainly That's some of us, some really of them, some yeah. of us. I mean, that's how Monty Python became so so popular, I guess. Just crazy shit like that. But yeah, it is a bit shameful, isn't it? <laughs> it's a little embarrassing, let's yeah, face yeah. it. Okay, I'm starting. So in China, reincarnate reincarnation of Tibetan Buddhists is illegal without prior approval. So the, the law states that a reincarnation application must be filed by all Buddhist temples in that country before they are allowed to recognize individuals as uh, Takuzu, which is basically reincarnated teachers, teachers of uh, Tibetan Buddhism. So you, can't, you can't reincarnate. You can't, what, reincarnate yourself? I fucking phrase it, but don't don't re don't be reincarnated without government approval. So, is there like a job who approves this? Like, is there like a person who's like, oh, that's, that's I guess okay. so. My, yeah, I guess there is. There's someone who just. Yeah, it is is it to stop people like claiming they were rein like I was the Dalai Lama? Some shit. Like, it could be that, yeah, to, to, to sort out the legit from the fake or something. I don't know. Mm. Or maybe it's just China, the Chinese fucking maybe government it's just, just fucking being stupid. Might explain it. Are you going to talk about how much you hate like Hollywood movies being filmed in China recently? Uh -oh. I mean, I could totally do that. <laughs> if, if you're willing to set me up. How many fucking movies, especially big budget movies, especially action movies, fucking Marvel movies, Transformers movies, all this shit. Just even that last Michael Mann movie had to go to fucking China. Had to go to China 
fucking Thor is falling in love with some little ch- bitch because the movie has to be filmed in China? <laughs> bitch, please. Like, oh, it's so stupid, it's so big and shiny. Oh, I give billion dollars. Oh, sorry, you have story, a character, no thanks. Just big shiny things exploding. <laughs> That's all I want, because I'm a ch- <laughs> Fuck off, you cunts. Fucking dog-eating, fucking child-killing monsters. Oh, oh, there's a little girl laying in the middle of the road. I just run over her face with my truck because it's bothersome. And nobody comes to help the girl. Oh, why, why we help anyone? Because only think about self. You're a disgusting beast. Anyway. Next one. <laughs> oh my. So, in Thailand, you can only purchase alcohol during lunchtime, so that's 11 to 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., or dinner time after 5 p.m., I guess, until midnight or something. Uh, that's obviously, you know, including bars and restaurants. So if you want to fucking drink and get drunk or whatever, can't do it in the morning, can't do it in the afternoon. That is insane for Pretty stuff. interesting, right? That is a very long lunch day. <laughs> also? Well, I mean, you know, you might eat till 2, right? 2 p.m. Oh, you missed that? No, I mean, I get it, but oh, yeah, it's yeah. still pretty... By most, most, most standards, that's quite a long lunch time. Also, right. quite a long dinner time. I don't know. That, that, that really surprised me. I know a few uh, Thai... Who was? And... <laughs> you know a few Thai whores. You know, personally know. Yes. Not actual some, prostitutes, just uh, us. by virtue of being Thai. I, I apologise. I thought you meant actual prostitutes. No, no. By virtue of being Thai, they are... Hoes. Hoes, yes. I'm using the uh, Italian Hoos. pronunciation. Oh, it sounds softer. Hoes. Hoes. I know a few couple intimately and they've never mentioned such a thing so that really? is uh, that is kind of Quite curious surprising. Mm, I, I'm going to have to uh, reconnect <laughs> to ask For about this question, this. Yeah. yeah, I got a mate who spent a few years in Thai now his wife's Thai but yeah they, they confirmed that's true is she a hoo-ha? no she's a uh, they live in they live in Japan um, what did he say did you ask him yeah yeah he said uh, and no alcohol on monarchs but on the monarch's birthday as well I know I know Thai people like love love the king like yeah, 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 you yeah, can't yeah. insult him That's you right. can't say anything you can't like drop money or stand on money or I don't buy any of that shit but like legitimately it's like yeah like you were like making a lifelong enemy if you insult yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. the king or whatever of yeah. Thailand. That's kind of dumb, but in Portugal, it's illegal to piss in the ocean. That's interesting for a country that completely decriminalized all drugs. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, really? Mm. Interesting. Every drug is but You can't pee in the ocean. Mm. Just remember that. But... Enormous crime levels dropped significantly since they there did you that. Go. 
Then it can't hurt the horse because there's no pimps anymore. It's not like some motherfucking like, yo, bitch, get out on the street or I'll whoop your motherfucking ass. Bitch, get in the fuck wagon. Oh, yeah. Bitch, get in the fuck wagon. I got a bunch of hand up to fuck you. That isn't going to be the case. Yeah. <laughs> if you just legalize prostitution, it, it's like, who's it hurting? Like, it's not like you ever walked down the street and a prostitute was like, sold you some pussy. Exactly. Right? It's like, I don't need any pussy. Yo, motherfucker, you need this puss. It's like, look, I guess I need the puss, though. Like, you never did. You, you, Anyone who, like, I don't know, I was thinking I didn't really need that pussy, but now that you mention it, maybe I do. There's no peer pressure for having sex with a prostitute. It's a very covert thing. Oh, yeah. No prostitutes like, yo, come and get this booze. Very few. Yeah. Beyond that, maybe though. I had that. Looking, you know, if, they, <laughs> I had that. if you're looking for something, if you desire it, you, you, know, you have, I think you if should you're have, walking you, around you where right prostitutes it, you are, know? you, you yeah. are looking for prostitutes. It's not like it's in your face, is it? Like, if you're looking for that, you'll find it, right? They don't go door to door. Yeah. Like, bing bong, yo, you want some pussy? <laughs> like, yeah. That doesn't happen. Imagine if that really happened. No, I wish it did. Imagine if it's like trick or treat now. I'll be pussy really. or no pussy. Oh. Like... Pussy every time. <laughs> How much? Yeah. Unless you got them socked it. I gotta see those tits first. Yeah. How hairy is that? You wanna see the goods before you buy it. I right? gotta see it. Gotta see the goods. Gotta see it. Gotta see the goods. No socked tits. No bush. <laughs> You gotta be old enough to grow the bush, but then shave it off. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Wax that shit, hopefully. I don't need any hairs touching my tongue. That shit just keeps like a musk, like a definitely a funk. <laughs> I don't need that. I mean, yeah, that pubes funk in my face. No way. My tongue isn't going near that. Sorry, chicks. Sorry, chicks. <laughs> Presumably all the girls listening yeah. who were hoping I would lick their pussy. Um, <laughs> better wax that shit. Anywho. I think that's all on this shit. This Is time. that it? Oh, this shit. Are I we done with these, these laws? Well, that was wacky. So, yeah. I think it's time we start looking at some of these... Uh, scumbag rock star stories that we look up to and venerate <laughs> as heroes. There's so many, right? I mean, where do you start? Guns N' Roses, Aerosmith, All Led kings. Zeppelin. Just a bunch of kings. Rolling Stones. Bunch of kings, kinging it up, killing it. Maybe we should start with Keith Richards. I mean, well, I mean I, who had a crazier life than he did? There's so many stories. I, I think the trouble with Keith is like there. There are not enough like 
details. It's just like oh, Keith almost died a thousand times. Keith snorted his dad's ashes. Keith was a crazy heroin addict and an alcoholic and a cocaine addict. And like, it's like, what did Keith? Love is there him. any like? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Keith almost killed somebody. Keith, like, like, there's not enough like first-hand evidence. Yeah. Do you have, do you have any good shit on Keith? Nothing Keith. first-hand. Keith. Well, if I was from London, if I was London, I'd be like, Keith. Fucking Keith, in it. Fucking hell, It's fucking Keith, in it. So what I heard, those what, you know, like, he fucking, uh, no, I, no, I haven't got any particular example. That's the thing. So I, I, I kind of skipped over Keith because he's just, he's like, when, if there's yeah. World War Three. And they drop the bombs. All that's left will be the cockroaches and and Keith Richards, basically. How is the guy still alive? It's amazing. He he almost he died fu- many he times. He looks two hundred years old. But he looks like a- an old leather baseball yeah, glove. Exactly. But but he's still, still rocking. He's he's amazing. a he's a king. And Mick Jagger too. Well, I mean, the guy's still dancing like he's a te- like a kid. I know. You got he's got the moves, and he's like in his seventies, right? Is he nearly eighty now? Keith. I have no idea. I would, I would let Keith fuck my daughter. I love Keith that much. I'd be pretty disappointed, but I'd still like him. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you saying... Okay, anyway. So, t- you got any Keith stories? Not really. Okay. But I do have a fantastic couple of Bill Wyman and Mick Jagger stories. Okay. Let's start with rolling, the rolling... I mean, in. Bill Wyman probably has a million stories, but my favorite one is that... At 48 years old, he fell in love with 13-year-old Mandy Smith and banged her until she was 18 and then married her. Good one, Bill. Well done, Bill. Yeah. So, uh, Mick, Good thing he wasn't doing that in uh, now. these days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not going to pass. Yeah. You're going to be cancelled. Yeah, cancelled Bill. Bill would be cancelled nowadays. He would. He would by these. But haggis. that's the thing. Like back then, I Whatever. mean, you really just you grass anything. on the field, play ball. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, exactly. You could just get away with anything. Right. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Exactly. Pubes on, dick in. Okay. So, <laughs> next one. <laughs> Next one, Mick Jagger. Oh, Mick, Mick Jagger, Jagger thoughtfully had sex with Mackenzie Phillips when she was 18. Oh, very while of him. attending a party that her father, John Phillips of the Mamas and the Papas, was holding, full of cocaine and booze. Now, Mick was around 35 at the time, according to Mackenzie, and also, according to her, told her he'd been waiting to fuck her since she was 10 years old. Oh, I, I've heard this story, yeah. And he was, while Papa John was making a tuna sandwich in the kitchen, Mick was banging that puss in, in the bathroom. <laughs> and when Papa John realized, he started banging the door. But Mick and Mackenzie were like, fuck off, Dad. And so he just went back to his cocaine. Good job, Mick. <laughs> Seeing it through. Now, Mackenzie, years later, on the Oprah Winfrey show, I think went on to accuse Papa John of also fucking her for many years as a bizarre, incestuous relationship. Wow. Yeah, that one's yeah. a little bit weird. That's a bit weird. Yeah. Uh. 
Mm. Where else do you go? <laughs> Japanese club. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. oh I, I don't know what to say, so I just clap and laugh. I don't know what to say, because it's funny with a funny clap. I don't understand the joke about a clap. Oh. Oh, it's funny. Every, everyone laughing. I get jokes. Oh. And the other day, my... Oh, my boss said to me, you're fired. Oh, ho, 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 oh, I better hang myself soon oh. in the suicide forest. In the suicide forest. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking faggot. Hey, what's next? <laughs> Let's do some Guns N' Roses shit. Oh, fuck. I mean, we got some Izzy... Stra- like, Izzy... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, do, let's talk about Guns N' Roses. Let's bit. do yeah. Guns N' Roses. And Great days. And Izzy, like, I love Izzy. I, I, I think it sucks that Izzy felt like he needed to quit the band. He was most likely the most important element to the songwriting, I think. Okay. Like, I know in the user Us- Illusions, they said, like, Izzy wrote almost nothing. But he did write You Could Be Mine and Don't Cry. Because oh, did he? those songs were like paradise uh, fucking hell, what am I talking about? Appetite for Destruction era yeah. songs originally. Yeah, yeah. That oh, is okay. he wrote with Axel. And when when it basically like for most of the album, like Slash just apparently played all the guitar parts and Izzy had almost nothing to do, which sucks, right? Mm. And like but Izzy did leave a tremendous legacy. <laughs> By pissing in the galley of a plane because he refused to wait to take a piss. And the best thing about it is that their PR agent, who must have been a saint, yeah. tried to suggest that Izzy was expressing himself as like performance art. And that's how Izzy got away with it. That was it. That's it. It was, it was all, cool, all clear. I just well, can't imagine, like... Like th- this year, I have to go back to England because of some shit. If I just stand up in the middle of the plane, just start fucking whip my dick out and just start pissing all over the place, probably I'm expressing myself will not fly <laughs> as an excuse. Pretty sure that would be probably not. Yeah. But what else? I mean, I I've read Slash's book. I've read Stephen Adler's book, although I do not remember it. <laughs> Those, yeah. Uh, what else have we got? There's got to be there's, so much. I, I saw Duff McKagan's documentary a year or two ago. Yeah. I, he was saying like every morning him and Slash would drink like a bottle of vodka for breakfast. Right, right. That was their breakfast. Like wake up, get the vodka, just no food, just bottles of vodka each, gong, 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 every single morning. And that's how they both almost and died. Jack Daniels, right? I, I mean, they drank tons of Jack Daniels, yeah, yeah. but breakfast was vodka. <laughs> really? Yeah. That was their breakfast? That was their breakfast. Back in the heyday of uh, fucking... And that's why they both almost died. Hard rock and roll. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I think Duff's yeah. pancreas gave up. Didn't it burst or something? It burst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Slash <clears throat> literally, literally had a heart attack yeah. and had to have a pacemaker. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, right. yeah. that's but, crazy. What else have we got about the GNR Well, nothing... Crew? Nothing quite as uh, nothing quite as shocking as that. But it's that that song "Rocket Queen" with the um, 
Yeah, That's that, a very uh, alcoholic drink I mixed there. Sorry. That took me by surprise. Do you want a little try of that? <laughs> but really, I don't know. Wait. Just, just drink it without sniffing it. Fucking hell. Yeah. What the hell is that? <laughs> that may have been that's a mistake. Straight, it's just a straight... What is that? That's, that's, this that's is a, a concoction. A lot of bourbon. It's bourbon, isn't it? Bourbon. bourbon mostly bourbon. Cointreau. Right? You put Cointreau in I it. put some Cointreau there. I, th- I may still put have some, that in my fridge. May put some, I, have, I have a massive bottle of it. may have put some rum in there. Drink that slowly. Yeah, I might, I might need well, to ice this shit yeah. up or something. You might want to like put put a bit of that in there and ice it up. Or something. Yeah, I think so. Well, we won't be able to get through the show. Through the show. <laughs> you are recording, right? I am still recording. Yes. Oh, good. Well, this is the thing with that Rocket Queen song. Like, you know, there's that part. I think it's like two, two or three minutes in when you hear the woman orgasm and sh- orgasming and shit. It's it's right in the intro, right? But is it in the intro? Isn't Rocket it? Queen? Oh, you might no, be I right. Think, it's, no, it's 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 bef- yeah. Okay, yeah. halfway in or something. Rocket Queen's actually my favorite song on the album. That's great, isn't it? I love it it's too. On one of the greatest albums of all time. Yeah. I think it's Appetite for Destruction. Appetite for Destruction, of course. People I think it's it. kind of my favorite song. Yeah. Hoo ha. So yeah, was it Axel Rose recording himself having sex? He with had that sex song, with right? Stephen Adler's girlfriend Adler's at girlfriend. the time. But apparently, it was because that Stephen Adler was have was cheating on her. Oh really? I that's never read I, that. Part. That's what I read. Yeah. Then Slash's autobiography, he just mentions Axel. He literally just says, Axel took Stephen Adler's girlfriend into the studio and fucked her while recording it. He doesn't mention any, like, extra, extraneous circumstances. According to something I read, like... I, that she did that makes more sense, because I just thought, like... She did it for revenge? Like, I just... I always thought, like, why was Stephen Adler yeah. totally cool with Axel just banging his girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I guess he doesn't have that much say in it, but still. Sure. Keep talking. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, like, um, apparently also uh, Axel was saying to her, uh, doing that whole thing, like, come on, Adriana, make it real. Stop faking it. So he had her, like, faking orgasm. <laughs> Anything else from the uh, GNR? Um... Well, there's, you know, there's the whole stuff about Axel just going nuts on stage. I, I don't know. He, he had some issues, didn't he, with like... I mean, um, he he blew up that whole some, Metallica he had, tour. He had some therapy and this and that. He obviously got some, like, issues. Oh, whatever. He was, but, like, he, yeah. he, like, assaulted a security guard, I think. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And there was a time when, like, uh, one of the fans was, like, trying to... Rec- they were take record, pictures they were, they and he were, jumped into yeah, the yeah. audience and he like, jumped in the audience stole and he ended up like him. cutting open like he kicked like a security guard in the head or something when, oh really when he jumped I think it's something like that I, I'm talking purely from like what's the word yeah vague memories but um I, I yeah oh I've got a good one for you okay so um in November 1987 during a show at the Omni Whatever venue. In Atlanta. In Atlanta? Oh, you heard this one. Axel, no, I just know that venue. Okay, Axel thought he saw a security guard roughing up one of the one of his mates in the front room. So he jumped off the stage and uh, doing the song, punched the female police officer right in the face. Nice and one, he Axel. And uh, you know, he was 
pushed away by the the police. A roadie filled in for him on vocals. What? Yeah. And really? The, yeah. The authorities agreed to let him go on the condition he apologised to the police officer in writing. So he signed the apology. But when the police officer came to, in to see him, he looked at her and said, fuck you, you fucking jag-off cop. He wound up in jail. He went into jail? What does jag-off cop mean anyway? Jag-off is like an old American, like, bastardization of jack-off, I guess. Oh, okay. Jack-off. But that sucks. That's I. Yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like my my biggest memories of Axel were like when I was a kid. Like, yeah. were were the blowing up the Metallica shows there. Yeah. And the fact that him that he fucked the porn star Savannah. Oh yeah. And then she fucked Slash after and said Slash was way better, which was like such a cunt move. But she ended up killing herself anyway. She broke her nose in a car accident. Yeah. Yeah. She was hot as fuck, I used to. I think I... I used to often jerk off over her. Um, <laughs> oh, God. My, Thanks for that information. Yeah, I know you love the idea of me... Well... Like, so passionately I, masturbating over... The name rings a bell. Savannah. My, my, my motherfuckers in Ockerville River wrote two songs about her. In fact, which was... Two of the yeah, two of the saddest songs of all time were written about this girl. Yeah, which actually literally made me cry. One of them. Yeah, that's her. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make me cry. <laughs> but Axel fucked her, and then Slash fucked her later, and she went on like in an interview saying like Slash was way better, and that yeah. Axel was a douchebag, and like Slash is, Slash was like an awesome guy afterwards. And Axel was just a cunt. And like, I just, you fucking whore. Yeah. But she broke her nose in a car crash. She crashed a Porsche into a tree or something, broke her nose, and she she shot herself in the head. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Because that's how important being a hot bitch was to Savannah. So that's one of the things, most, most like things I think about Axel. But the other thing is... Um, the MTV Awards in 1992, yeah. I think, 91, yeah. 92. What happened? So their, Guns N' Roses played, they performed November Rain with Elton John. Oh, okay, I've seen that video. And Slash was obviously fucked because he completely fucked up all the solos. Okay. Completely out of tune on almost everything. Really? Completely wasted. But on that same show, Nirvana played and Pearl Jam played. And... I, the Spin Doctors played. Do you remember the Spin Doctors? I actually love Little them. Miss, Little Miss, Little Miss can't go wrong. Something like did, that. Did, 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 That's did, right. Did, 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 did. They had two songs, right? But that song was so catchy. That was like one of the golden eras of music for Because even like shitty bands like that had a couple of good songs. Soul Asylum played Runaway Train, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. it was like that nineteen three? Ninety three? Ninety one or ninety two it was. Oh ninety two, ninety three. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, it was like probably the best MTV Awards ever. Yeah. Yeah. But there was an incident where um Nirvana were outside. Like they they all had trailers. And Courtney Love was there obviously. 
and she starts shouting at Axel, Axel, we want you to be our baby's godfather. They had the baby girl then. Yeah. And he looked at Kurt Cobain and said, tell your bitch to shut the fuck up. Right? Yeah. So after Nirvana played, Chris Novoselic, the bass player in Nirvana, oh, yeah, yeah. started going like, hi, Axel, hi, Axel, hi, Axel, hi, Axel, like that. Like, it was just like created this war. And, and like Kurt Cobain was like, apparently after he said, tell your bitch to shut up, he just went, bitch, shut the fuck up or something, which Axel was apparently furious at. So, fuck, let me take my notes. What about okay, Ozzy? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in an Ozzy oh, quickly. Ozzy Osbourne. Osbourne, amazing. So many things. Obviously, a crazy drug addict, an alcoholic, can barely function as an adult for the last forty years. <laughs> Absolutely brain fried. Wife is a pure cunt who should be executed on the spot. Fuck Why? you, Sharon, What's because that? she's a evil bitch who manipulated Ozzy. Yeah. She used to be the manager for the Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, really? Billy Corgan wants to like cut her head off. Really? She is a f- pure cunt. Wow. Uh, she tra- she fucking parlayed the abuse of her family into a famous career all over British TV. <gasps> Actually, it rings a bell. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She is what a, a monster. fucking monster. What a cunt. But anyway, Ozzy... Ozzy, how can you not love Ozzy? I love Ozzy. Ozzy. I love Sabbath. Ozzy. Ozzy bit the head off a bat on stage once yeah, because yeah, he yeah. thought it was a fake bat. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just bit it off. Apparently, in a meeting with like record company executives, he bit the head off a dove to prove a point. <laughs> I've heard that one. Yeah. And according to the Motley Crue l- l- lore, yeah, L O R E lore. He snorted ants. I snorted a line of ants in lieu of cocaine just to prove his dominancy as a degenerate. <laughs> Fuck yeah, was he? Wasn't there something about the, him peeing? And one, no, wait. No, one of Motley Crue peeing and him licking it up? Oh, that's right. What? I think he, he licked up Nikki Six's piss. Nikki Six's piss, yeah. And then Nikki Six. When one and decided to lick up his own piss just to prove he was on the Aussie level, but yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no Aussie leveling. No, Aussie. Well, the licking king. your own piss is not the same licking someone else's piss, is it? I mean, fuck off. Aussie was the king. king. Plus, Aussie wrote war pigs. Come on, motherfuckers. <gasps> Maniacs of all time. He's absolutely amazing. He was. He, he was one of the talismans. Yeah, but oh. he didn't do any of the really bad stuff. He didn't like, fucking go around like smashing fourteen year olds, did he? I mean, I don't know. I haven't checked. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't want to... I wouldn't want to, like... Well, there you go, right? You don't want to, like, ruin our image. <laughs> that wouldn't. Um, I don't want... I don't want to... <laughs> you know what I mean. I don't want to <laughs> discredit Aussie that's, where I don't that's know what... what I mean. That's what I mean. I don't want to... You don't want to say anything Take away from about, his right? accomplishments. Exactly. Exactly. Gene, Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons. Okay, Gene Simmons. have a kiss. What have All we got? Right. Well, it's it's pretty well, pretty uh, fuck. <laughs> Everyone knows that this fucking. Gene. So you're Gene Simmons from Kiss, right? Gene Simmons is. He's not- <laughs> infamous for shagging 
hundreds and hundreds but of groupies. He is not. What? <laughs> not a. Anyway, bro, so Gene Simmons of Kiss, right? The yeah. infamous for shagging multiple groupies. Apparently, he had sex with somewhere between 4,800 and 5,000 of them back in the heyday of. But he had, he had. He has. Yes. Polaroids. Uh, no, no, wait, wait, wait. Correction. He had Polaroids. What happened? This is the thing, right? His wife, former Playboy playmate Shannon Tweed, insisted. I used to wank over her. So did I. Insisted that he burn them all. And they had this some kind of like ceremony where they burned these photos. And apparently it took like four days to burn through all these Polaroid snaps of the. The bitches he, oh, he smashed. Shan, you, you yeah. are a fucking worthless cunt. The only reason anybody with money is interested in you is because your face, your tits, and fag fucking puss. The funny thing is... <laughs> the funny thing you is... You worthless cunt. Gene Simmons never drank a drop of alcohol. I know, I, I know. I you read G- that, you read that, yeah. He's a Jew, but he smashed 5,000... Or near I don't think Jews have Nothing a rule on like fucking bitches. Oh, excuse me. He, anyway, as I said, it, yeah. At the top, this is the drunk cast. We're quite drunk. Well, I am you know, certainly quite. Well, drunk. you know. Uh, you I gotta, don't know about you. You gotta. You gotta. Drink How drunk are you on a scale of one to ten? I am only at a six. Six. Yeah. Mm, probably about eight or nine. But you know, I've only had a few drinks, but. Um, this, well, that's what you know. This is why it's appropriate. We're talking about debauchery, sex, drugs, rock and roll. I like, like the that. heyday of rock and roll. I like that. I mean, I how, like that. You know, how could you just sit here and just drink water? <laughs> what kind of faggotry would that be? You've got to be a straight up dick sucking, cum like, guzzling homosexual. Let's just call up just drink ten water. dicks to come over and just start sucking them one by one. <laughs> you drink it while, while you're recording a podcast. Let's leave the water aside. Can you can you imagine smashing four thousand plus women? How many is that per week? Like if this guy did it for I mean, four, how many years are we talking we're about? We're talking forty years. Forty years. If we do a bit of math, it's got to be like ten a week, right? Hang on. Well, more than ten a week. Hang on. Yeah. Gotta check this out. Well, okay. Let's say five thousand. Let's round it up. Five thousand, right? 40 five, years. 5,000 pussies. 5,000 pussies. Different pussies, obviously. Obviously. He's going to be different. He, got, right? he, he, had, he had the Polaroids. I hope he took pictures of the Polaroids before he burnt them. Anyway. Hang on. Like, how many... Uh, how long... What's the period? <laughs> We're going to say 40 years. So 40, 40 times years. 365 days. Right. You need like a per day calculation here. I mean, this, that's amazing. And how many pussies? Well, let's say 5,000. Around 5,000. <laughs> Wait a minute, how do you count kids? By all means, figure it out. That's almost three a day. Exactly. Gene, there's no way you fuck three cunts a day. New cunts a day. There's no way. Fuck that me. is, that has got to be bullshit, right? Obviously. But I mean, okay, I'm sure he did smash hundreds, maybe thousands. Hundreds? Why are you going to lie about your face? 4,000. I mean, how is that even possible? Gene, send us an email. Tell me, what? explain to me how you fucked that many bitches. If you don't, if you do, oh. I will, if you explain to me, I will fucking recant my statement. 
Anyway. Uh, How about Motley Crue? Yeah, buddy, <laughs> Motley. Oh, Motley Crue, where do we start? I mean, there's so many things with Motley Crue, that's the problem, but Nikki Six is my favorite. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just going to highlight a couple of Nick, Nikki Six stories here. Yes. Nikki Six died in a drug dealer's apartment in London buying heroin and he overdosed and the drug dealer tried to like resuscitate him by hitting him with a baseball bat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And when that didn't work, he tossed his lifeless body in a dumpster. And the next morning, Nikki just woke up. That motherfucker is a real G. <laughs> Another Nikki Six story. Yeah. He was in Slash's hotel room. Obviously, Slash from Guns N' Roses. Doing heroin. Doing all kinds of shit. OD'd. Yeah. So badly that they called an ambulance. That motherfucker died. They took him to hospital. He resuscitated. Nikki Six pulled his own IVs out of his arms, went back to Slash's hotel room, and continued That's using right. heroin. Yeah, yeah, he started he until, again, didn't he? Yeah, until yeah. he fell asleep with a needle in his arm. Those were the days. Best times ever. Can you imagine it? I wish. I mean, can you imagine fuck this dying shit. and then being like, fuck this, I'm going back and doing <laughs> more. Yeah. I'm dead. I I'm was doing dead. it again. I was dead anyway. My I'm going to do more again. heroin. <laughs> it's incredible. Right? Absolutely amazing, though. Did, you saw the uh, Motley Crue film, right? The Netflix. Uh, we watched together. <laughs> the Japanese. What the fuck? Oh,我怎么这里？我到底苦了？我的天！我的天！我的天！我的天！我的天！我的天！我的天！我的天！我的天！我的天！我的天！我的天！我的天！我的天！我的天！我的天！我的天！我的天！我的天！我的天！我的
we should cover it. Who yeah. is it? And Joe Perry said, it's us, fuckhead. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yes. The song was uh, You See Me Crying, which is maybe their first or second album. I can't remember. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Pretty wasted. But the best imagine, Stephen yeah. Tucker. Oh, sorry. And I, no, I just imagine imagine not knowing that you wrote a song. I mean, how, how high and how stoned or how fucked up do you have to be? I yeah. Mean, it's, it's crazy, right? Especially when you're like, this song is good. But right, in right, a way, right. I kind of understand. Because if you listen to the first, certainly the very first Aerosmith album, yeah. Steven Tyler sounds like a completely different human being. He does, doesn't he? Like, he is unrecognizable. Yeah, yeah. To the point where it's almost like they replaced him with another person who looked exactly the same, who had the same name, but just a totally different voice. Right, right. It just, it's ridiculous. When I first listened, I was like, who the fuck is this? It was like listening to Iron Maiden, like the... Um, oh, they changed the... Like the first... Well, two killer, killers, right? Killers, like the yeah. first time I listened to Killers, it was like, like... Bruce Dickinson sounded real different back then. Yeah. Because I had no idea they had a different singer originally. Right, right. That's, so, um, it's like that. It's like it? that, it was, except it was, it was Steven yeah. Tyler. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Steve, my favorite Steven Tyler... Stephen Tyler's story yeah. is that he convinced the parents of a 16 year old girl to let him legally adopt her so he could fuck her. <laughs> that seems to be like a pretty common theme about you know, that was like a loophole the, in the, the loophole 60s in the system, and 70s, right? apparently. Yeah, yeah. But like. he also got her pregnant and then she had an abortion. Apparently, in Stephen's book, he, he wrote a chapter about it talking about when you're in a relationship with someone and you're trying to grow together as people. It's like, she's 16. <laughs> What's he talking about? Growing, like, up to, like, growing together. Like, she has and a lot of growing to do. Exactly. To catch up to you. <laughs> what was he back then? 40 or something? I don't know. Or oh, 30s, I guess. Uh, I don't actually, I, I don't know the year, but probably. Yeah, yeah. Probably. So they usually were, right? Right. They usually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's not like he was it's not like Yeah, it's not like he was... <laughs> 20 and she was 16 no. which it wasn't I mean come on it's not that it's not a big deal is it but like if you like 38 yeah trying to get like <laughs> you know what's the word permission from the parents I mean, that's pretty not just permission funny. legally adopting Sorry, legally adopting yeah <laughs> he became Sorry. her dad that's quite, that's quite a big difference <laughs> legally her dad yeah so he could fuck her <laughs> so god so crazy ah it's amazing uh, um I, I recently saw a headline about Steven Tyler that he yeah. that said Steven Tyler opens a woman's shelter for women abused by Steven Tyler. I read that as well. Yeah. What do you reckon really goes on behind those behind God the scenes there? Me. Is he just like harvesting them? Or <laughs> so uh, a couple of quick ones. Uh, speaking of adopting a girl and a young girl, so you can have sex with her. Ted Newton. Ted Nugent did the same thing when he right, was 30 right. years old. That's right. He adopted a 17-year-old girl so he could take her across state lines and fuck her. Literally <laughs> <laughs> just dragging that body over the border. I think he wanted to take her to Hawaii, but it wasn't yeah. legally acceptable. So to, to, grow, had... to, le to grow as people. Right? <laughs> yes. And also speaking of forgetting about your own music, David Bowie was apparently so strung out on cocaine yeah. that he could not remember making the entire Station to Station album. The whole album? Yeah, oh which God. is a great album. Like he had apparently had no recollection of it whatsoever. Yeah. Oh, God. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. 
Wow. <laughs> Bowie was also so consumed by his sex addiction that he regularly had sex with 13-year-old girls and engaged in wild orgies, declaring himself bisexual with a permanent erection. He snorted so much coke <laughs> over the years, he had to have cartilage removed from his body and put oh, into his true. nose. Yeah, yeah, I read that bit. Wow. So, so his septum just disappeared. It's interesting how we didn't hear anything about that when Bowie, Bowie passed away. It was there was a like, bit. Oh, was there? Okay. It was, I saw some stuff online and it was like immediately suppressed. Like, no, the man's a saint. Right. <laughs> For right. some reason. Like, yeah, yeah. some reason Bowie got a pass. Yeah. Maybe the faggotry. Because, yeah. I, I think that might be it. <laughs> Most I mean, likely. I really think so. Love Bowie, but you know, come on. 13-year-old girls. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. well, there's a couple of other great things, like Rick James, obviously not, not really a rock star, more of a funk star. Yes. Um, for me, Rick James, most famous for being immortalized on The Chappelle Show. Right. <laughs> I'm Rick James, bitch. <laughs> yeah. That was good. And, of course, writing the classic Eddie Murphy song, party all the time oh yeah that was rick james yeah that is such a great tune i mean he had some great songs super freaky all that stuff yeah really good bass player but rick was also very good at kidnapping women <laughs> <laughs> what yeah apparently he kidnapped, he, a, he kidnapped a woman for two days yeah and um forced her to have sex which nowadays would clearly be defined as rape naturally while torturing her with a red hot crack pipe <laughs> what? somehow rick got away with this so he did the same thing again later to a record company executive before finally i guess finally getting arrested probably a fine slap on the wrist slap that's on how the things wrist, used yeah. to be those days don't I'd, do it again rick yeah yeah wow that, that was a good one good old days yeah <laughs> i mean I don't know what it is with rock stars and 13-year-olds. I mean, even going back to Jerry Lee Lewis, he married oh, yeah, his 13-year-old yeah. cousin. That's right. Yes. <laughs> you, you mentioned that, didn't you? Hmm. Did I? I, th I think you did. Well, mentioned it again. <laughs> okay. But that takes us to the main event <laughs> of our favorite bands, Led oh, Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. So oh, many yeah. things. Too many things. Probably so many things nobody knows about. But um, let's start with the... The, the, the easier stuff first. The, like uh, John Bonham. John, John Bonham, Bonham and the, and the booze, alcoholic. Did he have a nickname for, for because of how much he drank? He was called Bonzo, oh. the drummer, right? That was like he a, was, but Bonzo, I thought that was based like on his name. Bonham, Bonham Bonzo. Bonzo I wonder if there's like a nickname. Or... Anyway, sorry. No, never mind. I mean, he was a legendary alcoholic. Yeah. And... Um, the night before he died, he drank 40 shots of vodka. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Which is insane. Apparently he was just drinking double vodkas, like, non-stop. I think the average night. person, a couple of those, and they're like, you know, like, like, almost dead. Like, like, can you insane. imagine how much you have yeah. to drink to be yeah. tolerant enough exactly. to make it, like, make 10, really. 40 and still not die yeah. <laughs> on the spot? <laughs> Because he died Insane. of... Did he choke to death? Was it one of those? Or was it like a poisoning type? I assume it was alcohol poisoning. Mm. But, um, I mean, it should be. A lot, of, yeah. a lot of those guys and gals choke to death. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Just a quick check. Yeah. 
which is I, I can't he was only in his 20s too right like, yeah that's right he was on a 12 hour binge drinking session began at noon and lasted until midnight when he fell unconscious wow. uh, yeah so he fell unconscious and was put to bed by an assistant where he could sleep it off and then in, uh, wait a minute oh fuck sorry didn't actually I thought he was going to say the end there didn't oh sorry okay. he was discovered the next morning um, and after they called an ambulance yeah, he was he was discovered dead okay so obviously it was I mean that would make sense yeah but... just fucking destroyed his body was destroyed by alcohol I mean, it's just nothing was functioning right? how could it yeah I should have checked this but I wonder how many milliliters or ounces or whatever 40 shots of vodka actually actually adds up to yeah I wonder eh? yeah anyway well, 40 units of vodka it says here 40 units okay the UK's recommended maximum intake of alcoholic beverages per day for men is 3 to 4 units well <laughs> only a bit more then only a bit well, good on you, John. Good old John. Oh, what a shame. You see, yeah, died a legend, eh? Oh, that's the thing. I mean, At least he has didn't. there ever been a better rock drummer? I think the only real contender, rock-wise, yeah. like uh, Keith Moon, who also destroyed ah, himself true, true. in a very similar way. Yeah. Identical way, right? Keith Moon, didn't he? Drink himself to death? So. Um, Keith Moon apparently used to blow up hotel rooms with explosives that was <laughs> <What>? his hobby <laughs> what? yeah he was like apparently big into explosives and blowing yeah. shit up and he would just get wasted and blow up hotel rooms wow let's have a quick look here. another fun fact about keith yeah is that he died in harry nilsson's apartment yeah harry nilsson famous for um Harry Nilsson, oh. That song everybody's about... Talking. Everyone's, everyone's everybody's talking. Everyone's talking, that's right. Which is a song I love. Um, Keith died in his apartment, which is also the same place that Mama Cass when the Mamas and the Papas died. Yeah. Quite the evil death trap, Harry Nilsson's house. Oh, right, that's right. <laughs> Jeez. Don't want to visit that place. <laughs> I kind of do. I mean, yeah. Don't want to sleep there. Don't want to sleep there. That's, that's what I mean. I don't want to stay there. You know. <laughs> I'd like to visit it in this bit. Whoa, I feel like these days if somebody famous had two people, famous people, die in their apartment, yeah, there might be some investigation. <laughs> yeah. There'd oh, be yeah. some trouble there. Yeah, there would be, yeah. If like George Clooney and Matt Damon both died in Brad Pitt's house on two separate <laughs> occasions, I feel like there might be something looking into Brad Pitt. Definitely. Yeah. Anyway... I couldn't find that's exact details about yeah, his that, death. That's fine. A bucket of pills and something. I think it was pills. Hemin, heminivrin, heminivrin. Some kind of he was a he was a, taking too many of these pills. Like oh, was know. it pills? Pills. Okay. <clears throat> so obviously, Jimmy Page had um, a famous, <laughs> well, many famous situations, but probably his most famous is that he kept a fourteen-year-old girl as a sort of sex slave for years and never allowed her to leave his house without him. <laughs> right. Yeah. I guess um, somehow he just got away with that. But the girl had actually... 
she started with Jimmy when she was 14. She'd already been with Bowie, <laughs> back to those 13-year-olds, yeah. Really? Yeah, and apparently she's also with Mick Jagger as well, although I don't know what so age. So she was just passed from, like, rock star to rock star. She was, passed, passed have you ever seen the, the Cameron Crowe movie, Almost Famous? Uh, yeah, 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 I yeah, think so, yeah. Which is a great movie, and the, um, the, the I can't remember the... Penny Lane. Penny Lane is the name of the famous groupie in the movie that travels with the band. Right. Penny Lane was based on this girl. So she was like a professional groupie. Except obviously in the movie, Penny, I don't think, was like 13. Probably not. <laughs> I don't think she was supposed to be 13. Well, maybe, I don't know, maybe, did they all just sort of look older back then? It's like they all knew that like, these kids, I mean, I'm assuming they were lying as well. They weren't saying I'm 13, they were saying I'm 16 or something, right? Surely. I guess... Is it just that these rock stars happen to be extremely naive? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's a, they're just that? innocent girl boys who just can't yeah, tell the difference. They might have had like great big knockers on them. You never know. Well, they probably did, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but they probably do. If you if you go to a, you know, like living in Japan, you don't see like fourteen-year-old girls with giant tits usually. But if you go with it back back home. You see 14-year-old girls with giant tits all the time. Like, girls, you wouldn't even believe for a second were 14 yeah. without asking them. I'm not saying you shouldn't ask. Of course. Well, exactly. <laughs> or that you should keep them in your house. Locked up. <laughs> Locked up. <laughs> On a leash. An un- underage <laughs> child sex slave until they're old enough to be out seen in public. That explains it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it would be very easy to, especially if you're in like a bar. And you put or, a bit of makeup on as well. I mean, well, yeah. yeah. I think I read once, I can't remember if it was Jimmy Page, the girl with Jimmy or the girl when she'd met Bowie. But I, she met one of them, I think, in like a nightclub. Yeah. Which, you know, in the UK, they... Even now, I don't think they ever check for ID. Right. Ever. Right. I, I never to, remember handing over my ID. I've never, ever been asked for Uni, ID. Uni, high and school. I, yeah. The only time I was ever asked for ID was when I was like like 10, 10 or 11, getting the bus. And the bus driver didn't accept that I was a child. Oh, I see. The opposite And way he around. goes like, well, you, who were you born? I was like, we told him, he's like, Mm. All right then. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's like, that's it. <laughs> it's like last week. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Hey, but I, they never ask. Yeah. Like I, I told you before. I, I when I was like eleven, twelve years old, I used to go to bars all the time with my friends. We were all underage. We would all get served. We all just sit there drinking beer all fucking night, and nobody even batted an eyelid. Yeah. We, I mean, we were all, we all look kind of, but I'm sure if I looked at me then now, I wouldn't think, oh, clear, clearly 18. <laughs> I'm sure I wouldn't. Yeah. But whatever. As long as you're tall enough in England. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the height, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like, you know, I, guess, I guess the way you present. Well, but anyway, I believe this girl met one of these rock stars in a nightclub. If you're in a nightclub where you're supposed to be 18, like... Are you going to ask for ID? <laughs> like you wouldn't. Right? If you were in a nightclub and some girl came up to you, even if she looked young, you're going to be like, you got any ID? I mean, maybe you should, but I don't I mean, think you should have to. How old they are is going to 
come up in the conversation at some point, right? But it, you know what she said. She could have been like, I'm 24. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> and if you're so high on cocaine, you can't remember recording one of your best albums, yeah. you're probably going to take that as gospel. That's right, that's right, yeah. <laughs> anyway, some of the other great... I mean, one of my favorite things about Led Zeppelin, like researching this with Zeppelin, was this quote from uh, the now-deceased rock journalist... Mick Farron, who, uh, and I quote, there are tales of bystanders getting beaten up, women bound and humiliated, a groupie defiled with a dead fish for the amusement of others. The scene was running in semen and beer and unpleasantness recalling band members in the back room of a discotheque getting their dicks sucked by 13-year-olds under the table. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Wow. That's, that's something, isn't it? And the dead fish apparently is a reference to Robert Plant essentially raping a woman with pieces of a dead mud chuck, <laughs> which is just... Very specific as well. Very specifically fish humiliating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Ah, oh, wow. So... I certainly... I've missed out on something there, I think. Well, sure uh, Yeah. <laughs> I think I... Yeah. I was born in the wrong time. <laughs> the wrong so. age. My cocaine poking, roadies and 13 year olds. Poking like shark fishes in uh, women's. Where did he get it from? <laughs> yeah, what he went down to local fishmongers and just. Uh, I guess. It's like, give me one of those mud sharks, you know. I guess. How big's a mud shark? The sexy ones. I don't know. I have no idea what it even looks like. I assume it's like. Not pleasant, I guess. Pretty, pretty nasty looking. But yeah. yeah. Getting so, their dick sucked by 13-year-olds under the table. Quite a legacy. Definitely. Haven't we got a mention like how Led Zeppelin would always like trash hotel rooms? Well, I guess it wasn't so, only them, was well, it? So but many bands. Like the Who did, did that, it did. The Who did it, yeah. Um, obviously Motley Crue. Didn't they ah, you mentioned they'd throw a sofa out there. I, I didn't window. mention the hotel shit, actually, okay. but like they used to throw like... Yeah. TVs out there. I That's think they right. threw a TV out the window of a hotel and it yeah. crashed through like a like a Me- Benz Mercedes outside. yeah that's right that was in the film as well wasn't yeah, it yeah that's right the recent yeah. film fantastic by the way yeah. highly recommend that <laughs> a lot of fun a lot of fun yeah um but yeah so with that I think it's time to wrap up this episode properly um we have some plugs finally if you want to email us um, you can reach us at wearemensplaining at gmail.com. Um, That's right. We now are on Twitter at mensplainingpod. Mensplaining.podcast on Instagram. We haven't got much there yet. Yeah. And we will have a YouTube channel going soon-ish, hopefully. Definitely. content. Oh, please like and subscribe. Hopefully, we will be yep. on uh, iTunes by That's the right. time this comes out. I hope we are on uh, Spotify and Stitcher already. Yep. So, please. yeah. If there's anything you want to, you know, just uh, comment on or write to us about or ask us about, you know, we're happy to uh, 
of course, happy to answer. Any and, or insult you? Yeah. <laughs> Any nudes or <laughs> no, tits and ass pics? No dick pics. Yeah, try and hold off on the dicks. <laughs> No and if you have any yeah. insults, then keep them to yourself, because we're very fragile. <laughs> so, anyway, if you listened, again, thank you. And if you gave up listening, then, of course, you're a faggot. Don't be a faggot. Hashtag, don't be a faggot. <laughs> and if you are a faggot... Well, oh, good for you. It's what you do. Enjoy those penises. <laughs> Say the last bit. Well, you know, <laughs> if you're a faggot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Right? Yeah. So until next week, we have been mentally. Bye bye.